So I hope you're still with us, rocking through the Minor Prophets with Amen Brother Ben, the podcast that keeps you focused on God and acting like Jesus. We're in uh, Zephaniah today, and I got to be honest, it's not great news. This is kind of one of those stretches of the Bible that I got to be honest, is not easy to read. Uh, Zephaniah, which today, if you're reading along with us in your plan, you're supposed to read Zephaniah 1. Um, And Zephaniah is a lot like Habakkuk, around the same time, uh, also a prophet of God, and also uh, dropping some uncomfortable truths on us. And so uh, I wanted to encourage you to keep reading. And in fact, you're, you're... chapter for today is not really positive encouraging you know uh, it's a, there's a lot of mm, just descripting very very describing of all the bad things that we've done and all the all the judgment that's coming um, in fact whereas Habakkuk was you know talking and having a conversation with God God is just laying into his people and I know that sometimes we we can misunderstand this because of our wrong understanding of ourselves and we get this picture of god where it's like oh god just wants to destroy everything god just why would you do this god why would you create something that that's going to tick you off so much and and i've heard all sorts especially lately i don't know why but it's been catching my attention that a lot of people who grew up in the church that have these really uh, unbalanced and uh, presumptive views of our our heavenly Father. Well, they don't consider him necessarily their heavenly Father, but of of God and what what we know God to be from His Word. And a lot of times, it's, it comes from the idea that we think we deserve better. That's why every time I hear someone say like, "Oh, we were that person's good at heart," no, no, they're not. I mean, there are good things about them, but at our core, and that's why you have to read the whole Bible, because if you read the whole Bible, not only do you get God's love and do you get God's goodness and do you get God's forgiveness and his loving kindness and his mercy, but you also get um, the fact that we are all, you know, even the best of of our actions and thoughts and attitudes are disgusting uh, compared to the holiness of God, how how great and mighty he is and how fallen and sinful and broken and messed up we are. And that type of brokenness is on display in Zephaniah chapter one. And so God's just saying, this is what I'm about to do. Like, don't you hate it? <laughs> I, I don't know if you've ever had a grandparent or a parent who, who announced the whooping you were about to get, like, listen, this is what I'm about to do to you. And you're like, oh, no, I'm not ready. Uh, That's what God's doing right here. He's uh, announcing the judgment or what uh, a lot of times is known as the day of the Lord. Now, again, with a lot of these minor prophets, there is a near and a far application. So uh, they didn't say it by name because uh, Zephaniah didn't want uh, God's people to be caught up in the fact that, oh, snap, Babylon's coming which we talked about some in Habakkuk, but uh, so there were some, some incoming consequences in their lives. Like they, God was about to punish them for their wrongs uh, in the moment, in that day. But also 
he's talking in a broader sense about what's going to happen to the earth that that eventually God is not going to let sin go unpunished. He's going to purify uh, his creation again. Uh, and so this, I've heard people talk about this chapter of, Ze- of Zephaniah being sort of an, an undoing of of creation of Genesis where, where God creates everything with order and purpose. And, and now God is going to take what we've done with that. And he's going to undo that. He's going to kind of reverse engineer it. He's going to pull it apart, strip it down, um, and purify it and make it, take it back to where it's supposed to be. That's what the day of the Lord is going to look like. It's going to be, uh, Again, there's a lot of uh, ideas of what we think that it's going to be like, but it's going to be major. Um, And not that you should live. I I don't talk about this as much in my personal life and even from the pulpit because we know that the day of the Lord is coming, and maybe I should talk about it more, but uh, there's not a whole lot uh, that we can that we get caught up in. Well, when is that going to be? When is that judgment going to happen? When? It, oh, look, the so and so happened here, and this happened in the Middle East, and and so and so is president now. So that's gonna that's one of the signs. We don't know that. Like, not even not even Jesus knows the day and time. That's what that's what Jesus admitted. I don't. Only only the Father knows. He's going to put me into action, and I'm going to jump to it. Um, so how do we think we know? Stop it. You're getting uh, concentrated on the wrong things. What we need to concentrate on is living accordingly to him so that we are the righteous remnant that survives. Uh, in verse 7 of Zephaniah 1, it says, Be silent before the Lord, for the day of the Lord is near. Right? After all, this is pretty much the only, um, well, he, you know, he tells us to basically be, be sad about it. But uh, all throughout the chapter, he doesn't give any instructions. God's just letting us know in excruciating detail uh, what his judgment is going to look like. So when you read Zephaniah 1, keep that in mind. But there's a little, I've, I've noticed in, in, in a lot of these passages, a lot of these chapters and these writings, there's a little sliver of what we're supposed to do about it. And that's what verse 7 says. Be silent before the sovereign Lord, for the day of the Lord is near. The Lord has, this is the good news amidst all this. The Lord has prepared a sacrifice. He has consecrated those he has invited. And that that is an image and an allusion to the way out that God gave us for us to be the righteous remnant. Uh, The Lord has prepared a sacrifice, that being his son, Jesus. This is the that what they call the red thread that you can find weaving throughout the Bible. God's promise that you know what? He has judgment. He has anger. And that is a part of who God is. And we can't get around that. Uh, but God has this I'm gonna use a big churchy word, propitiation. That means that the wrath of God was turned away by the sacrifice that he prepared. And that if we would put our hope in that sacrifice, that 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 he will invite us to this, uh, and he makes this illusion of, or this picture of a table of a great feast where where all the people that uh, have been consecrated, all the people that have been made uh, set aside and made pure, we get to to feast. We get to enjoy the presence and the blessings of our heavenly Father. Some good news in the midst of all this stuff. And so I'm again, I'm not trying to Pollyanna this. This is a hard chapter to read. Okay, this is kind of tough, but don't miss out on that little silver lining there that if we would, uh, again, 
I'm not telling you to be silent again all day today. I think the other day I said, be silent before the Lord. And I know some of y'all will be like, okay, and then not say anything. That's not what I meant. I meant that sometimes we need to listen, and this is exactly what this chapter is encouraging us to do. Listen to what God is telling us. You know, my, my grandma used to say, you got two ears and one mouth. You need to listen twice as much as you talk. That's that's kind of the case for our conversations with God. We like to bit, 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 bit and talk God's ear off. We need to be silent sometimes before the Lord uh, because his judgment is coming so that we can uh, know how to best put our hope and our actions into the sacrifice that he has consecrated, uh, that he has made for us. And aren't you thankful for that sacrifice? His name's Jesus, by the way. Or at least that's you know the English translation of his name. Um, it means put your faith and your hope and your trust in him. That's Amen, Brother Ben, for today in Zephaniah chapter 1. Uh, we're going to get back to more of Zephaniah uh, tomorrow to end out our week. If you have anything for me, amen, brother Ben or amenben.com.